Good day, KPA community. I am real excited to share with you in this podcast uh, an interview with one of our alumni, and that's Naomi Martins, who um, is wrapping up her time now at Southwestern University in Georgetown. And so she has uh, some great things to share in that interview. I want to remind our community that we will uh, we're starting to get into some district play for our athletes. So please come on out and support our athletics as uh, we're getting into district volleyball and football play. Uh, keep your eye on the schedule for other things coming up. If you want to make it to an upper school chapel, look for those. And also be aware, we're, we're actually coming up pretty quickly on our jeans and t-shirt day for the nine weeks. And um, our community update and family appreciation meeting is also not too far away. So keep your eyes focused on those upcoming dates and enjoy the rest of this podcast. All right, I'm sitting down right now with Naomi Martins. Uh, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Tell me, um, when did you graduate from KPA? So I graduated from KPA May of 2019. 2019. That yes, was, uh, I think, my second year at the school. Yes. Um, you were you were a part of that first class that I got to do the first time for me, the senior thesis experience. <laughs> yes. And I really remember yours with, uh, you were doing things on, on uh music therapy and how that can help those with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. uh, do you remember your, your thesis ex uh, experience here? I do remember it. I remember I got to do some case studies at um, surrounding nursing homes in Lubbock, which was really neat. Um, my dad was pretty closely tied to that. He helped me along the way because he had done some preliminary research in that and was interested in helping me find case studies because it, there really is a lack of it, um, a lack of case studies. So, um, what are you doing now? You graduated in 2019. Mm -hmm. We're recording this in 2022. <laughs> tell, tell us where you are now. Um, so I am going into my senior year at Southwestern University. Um, I'm a music performance major. And until pretty recently, I was a psychology minor. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, but kind of junior year decided that clinical psychology and kind of counseling was not as much something I was interested in. Um, and then I studied abroad <laughs> and realized that r linguistics and international relations was something that kind of more closely tied to what I wanted to do with my life. And I switched my minor to Spanish this past spring. So switching my minor for senior year, but I did, I did enjoy psychology all the way throughout, just decided it was not something I wanted to pursue at a graduate level. Where did you study abroad? Um, so I was in Almeria, Spain, which is on the very southern coast. Oh, and what was that like? <laughs> um, it was incredible. I was there for five months and actually decided to extend it to six because it was just such an incredible experience. So um, if all goes well, are you looking to graduate this upcoming spring? Yes, sir. So I'll graduate May of 2022. Um, I'm going to graduate Paideo with distinction, which means that I have done an internship and a study abroad. And I'm going to take um, in this upcoming semester, it's called a Paideo seminar. And so it's really just um, a class that is interdisciplinary. It combines a bunch of different classes together and explores things from a broader point of view. Very cool. That sounds very much in line with with the kind of education we're even trying to do here at KPA. Mm -hmm. um, you have any plans after graduation? 
So right now I'm looking at applying for a Fulbright scholarship, which I don't know if you've heard of that before, but um, it gives you like a stipend and um, it's basically you work abroad for a year or a semester. You can either work abroad or study abroad at a graduate level. And I'm working with some people at Southwestern to get my application in. It's due in October. Um, but as kind of a fallback, I'm also going to apply for graduate school because if I can get those applications in, then I can defer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, kind of in the midst of a bunch of applications right now. What, what graduate school, what, what area would you be looking at if you went to grad school? Um, I'm actually looking at international relations right oh, now, wow. which, yes, is another reason I wanted to switch my minor to Spanish. I have just enjoyed studying music all the way throughout, and I would love to continue teaching, but I decided um, music performance um, I didn't necessarily want to pursue on a graduate level just because my focus is more on people and interactions with people, and music sometimes can feel a little bit isolating in that way. So, um, Have you kept up with uh, some of the friends and relationships that you built at KPA? Um, you know, what's it look like a few years down the road for you? It's funny, I actually um, talked more to some people after graduation than I had at school, or I got uh, more quality time with them after I graduated. We all have connected during the summers, mm. especially during the summer of quarantine, because I got sent home from my dorm, and I <laughs> had to move back home suddenly, and so did, so did all of us. And actually... Two days ago, I watched one of my friends direct a full-length Shakespeare, one of my oh, good wow. friends, yeah, who did a lot of theater at KPA, so that was really neat. Um, so, yeah, I'm keeping up with my friends pretty well. Um, what's it like kind of looking back at KPA now? Um, you know, things have changed a lot in the school, and I know you have two younger siblings, mm -hmm. uh, one who just graduated last year from KPA mm -hmm. and the other one now who's a freshman. What's it like looking back at KPA now um, based on you know, where you've traveled and what, what road you've gone down these past few years. I'd say one of the most interesting things to me is just how everyone's getting older. And I don't know why, but I expect them to just have frozen in the grade that I left in. But um, it's crazy that the new generation is just taking over our spots, you know, as juniors, those who are graduating. Um, and I think for me, one of the most important parts of KPA was the flexible schedule because, you know, I was involved in violin and dance at the same time as school, which is a lot. And I know my siblings are doing that same thing, but I, I'm really impressed with the amount that they're able to do. And I know my brother's really interested in theater and a bunch of sports, tennis, basketball. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that they're able to have the same kind of flexibility to pursue a variety of interests like I was. Yeah. So you see a lot of continuity, even though yeah. the school has grown and changed mm -hmm. in some ways, there's still a lot that really is at the core, kind of the same as what you experienced. Yes, sir. I would say that. Um, when you were here at KPA, this is, this is a kind of a baseline question for some of the other things I'm going to ask. So mm -hmm. for our audience, but how would you describe the kind of student that you were? What was your, your academic uh, kind of level like? What what were what were you like as a student here? <laughs> so as a student in high school, I was very, very, I would say very, very focused on um, just, um, I don't know if as much studying was the right word, but like we wrote a lot of papers, we wrote a lot of reflections. And to me, those were really, really important. So I remember just spending a lot of time on those. And I mean, obviously, it was a tough balance between between everything I was doing. But um, I was I would say that I prioritized academics above a lot of things. And um, as much as I am grateful for that, sometimes I look back and I wonder if if I had the balance quite right. But obviously, it's always a learning curve and I'm still learning that balance. But I would say I was very, very focused on academics as a high school student.
When you think back on your time at our school, what would you say are some of your favorite memories? Mm, I would definitely point to the grid tour as one of my favorite memories because um, it really bonded us as a class mm-hmm. in, a, in a unique way, a way that I had never seen before and just let us go into senior year really strong and really connected as a, as a student body, um, as a class. And I'd say that because we were all in the same classes and we were all like working on thesis at the same time, and a lot of us were in different maths, but overall we had most of our classes together. It really, it was such a unique sense of community that I um, am really grateful for our small class sizes, even though when I talk about it now and I tell people how many people were in my class, they, they, I'm often met with looks of surprise, but I, for me, it was, it was just the perfect opportunity. Um, And I, I just really benefited a lot from the special care (laughs) and -hmm. special attention that we were able to get as a smaller student body, Um, especially in applications. And I would not have been able to do my senior thesis um, without just a lot of, a lot of help from the faculty and a lot of, time that we put in going over it together. So I honestly would say, even though it was super hard work, also senior thesis was one of my favorite memories because finishing it just felt like such an accomplishment mm-hmm. and performing it partially memorized. Um, yeah, it was it was a really great opportunity. I remember your your memorized portion was good, <laughs> except your, if I recall, it was your brother who threw you off. Is that right? Or um, I could not, it was, it was a little bit of a blur, but I could not point to exactly what threw me off, but I still think about that to this day and wish sm- I had started my memorization a little bit earlier, but there was just a small hiccup. You did great. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, that was, it was, it was a lot to memorize, but it felt really, really good to be able to do that. Is there anything that you look back now at your time at the school and you say, I didn't realize that that was such a good thing I had here at the time, but now you see that it was something that was really good, maybe a blessing to you? Um, I would say one of the things is definitely something I touched on earlier, the um, focus time with with faculty and just the availability of everyone and the availability of um especially uh, counselors going into college because I remember working with Mrs. Farmer on applications and also on my transcript and just anything I need. I remember being able to step into the office and say, hey, could could I email this over and have you sign it? Could you email that over? And that is just not the way it works <laughs> for um, a lot of people in college. And I mean, for me in college, even though I do go to a smaller school. So that was really, really a blessing that um, I think I think I may be underappreciated because I didn't realize that was not going to be the way it was for the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> it's great being a part of a small organization when you need to get paperwork done, oh, you yes. need to get a hold so of someone. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And then you go to college and you quickly learn the the bureaucracy of education. So mm-hmm. And that emails are sometimes unanswered and you can't just step in and check in because office hours are yes. Mm-hmm. Um thinking about your your time in college, would you say that you felt prepared for college level work? I, that is one thing I can answer with a lot of certainty. I felt very prepared for my college level of work. Um, right off the bat, we had a freshman year seminar where we were writing a lot of papers, and I always felt very prepared to write those papers. Honestly, more than my peers um, in a lot of cases, I just I felt like I could sit down and focus on the outline that I'd learned in KPA and have a central argument, my thesis, and work off of there. And that, that basis has really served for, a, I've, I've had to write papers all the way throughout, even as a music major for study abroad applications, study abroad scholarships. So I felt especially prepared in that department. Have you noticed, you know, any significant differences either in preparedness or discipline between yourself and your uh, 
fellow peers at uh, Southwestern? Um, I would say that yes, in, in kind of what I touched on earlier, in yeah. the paper realm. Um, I I mean, I'm studying something that I didn't really study very much at KPA, obviously, because I didn't go in depth in music. <laughs> so that that's something different for sure. You know, lots of music theory, that kind of thing. So in there, I kind of feel leveled to my peers. But really, in terms of writing paper and also in terms of critical thinking um, and just arguments, debates we have in class, because a lot of my classes are discussion based. I do feel very prepared because we just we did a lot of that at KPA and we wrote lots of papers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we Southwestern is a. I'm really glad that you went there. You're, you mm-hmm. were the first graduate from our school to go to Southwestern that yes, I know sir. of. Mm-hmm. And then this past year, I think we have like three or so going we from do, the last yes. class. Three that have and, followed. Mm-hmm. And I think Southwestern's a great school, the kind of school that a lot of our graduates really thrive in for the reasons you're sharing, mm-hmm. that it's kind of a continuation of the liberal arts style or, or the mm-hmm. passion for that kind of core of education. But you can do applied things if you want there too. It's not mm-hmm. just all artsy fartsy stuff. So um, exactly. I, I'm really glad to, to see that you do that. And that also speaks well when you talk about your peers at Southwestern. These are, if you're the kind of student who typically applies and it gets admitted to Southwestern is mm-hmm. not a lazy, dull student. These are all going to be pretty sharp and motivated people. So I would say so, yes. Yeah. Um, Real briefly, um, have you found it hard to get plugged into a church, keep your walk with the Lord? What has that part of your life been since you've left KPA? Um, So it definitely was um, harder for me at first because there's a really, really neat church that I was going to with one of my friends for a while. But the problem is it's just it was in Round Rock, which is a surrounding city of Georgetown. And so it would be a commute every Sunday and um, I mean, gas is expensive or college <laughs> students um, on, on a Sunday morning. It's sometimes tricky to drive like 30, 35 minutes to a church. So I started um, attending a local church. But really what has been the most helpful is friends who go with me. Um, we kind of keep each other accountable. Um, and I'm still I'm still kind of exploring different churches around the area. I found some really neat ones. I was going to a small group at the church that's farther away where we would play volleyball on Wednesdays and do a Bible study after, which is really neat and was really helpful for me. Um, but yeah, it's 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 definitely, uh, I think, a struggle for a lot of college students and definitely for me because um, my home church was <laughs> just like nine minutes away from my house my whole life. And so... Um, and also having to be very self-motivated with that because there's no one else, there's no one telling you to go, there's no one um, kind, of, kind of keeping you accountable. So that's why I think finding a group of friends who do is extremely important. Yeah, the accountability is so much different in college. It is, yes. And I would venture to guess that even, you know, even at Southwestern, the overwhelming majority of students on Sunday morning are probably sleeping in. <laughs> yes, sir. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you've got to go against the flow even mm-hmm. there. Um, any final Um, words of advice that you would give to a parent or a fellow student at KPA? You know, there are those times when you feel like, you know, it's just a lot of work or it's really hard or why don't we have this big thing some big school has? Mm -hmm. What would you tell them maybe um, as just kind of a parting word of of encouragement or advice about, at least from your experience, why uh, staying at KPA has been a, a good choice for you? I would say um, for families and children enrolled in KPA to really take advantage of the unique schedule because um, it, it really it really is a one of a kind 
one of a kind schedule and one of a kind opportunity to just explore a lot of different interests. And I think that because we are a smaller school, it's a lot easier for everyone to be involved in the sports that they maybe normally wouldn't have the opportunity to. For instance, I was involved in volleyball, but just for my senior year, which in a lot of schools just is simply not possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that was so, so neat to get to explore those different interests. So I'd say take this time to really explore those interests and just be in, as involved as you can, um, because um, we may never have, you may never have this period of um, free time and um, just this unique schedule again. And I would say in terms of the workload, yes, it does feel like a lot. I remember that. Um, but it's just, it's so rewarding at the end when you finished and also, um, just I would I would say don't don't beat yourself up about it. And mm-hmm. the teachers are understanding. I mean, they're you know they're they're humans too. And I've 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 had to you know send some send some difficult emails where I thought maybe oh this is gonna end with a definite no, but I might as well try. And I've just been pleasantly surprised by that. So I would just say um, don't don't doubt that the teachers are willing to help you and that they will help you. Um, and I, I think that that's really good. You know, a lot of times people are struggling with something at the school and they just kind of deal with it privately. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, what, and it's true across grammar all the way up to 12th grade that, you know, those teachers and the staff, I mean, we're, you know, let us know about those struggles. Maybe we can help. Um, I think yes, that's really good yes. advice. Well, yeah. thank you, Naomi. I am so glad we got to connect and I thank you so much for sharing what you've been doing. Uh, this has been real, really encouraging and helpful, for, especially for me. So thank you. Thank you. episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Keeping your eyes on the calendar for those district volleyball and football games. If you want to come to an upper school chapel, check the calendar and please come when we have that. And of course, uh, make sure you have your eyes set for that community update, family information, uh, appreciation meeting that we have in October. God bless and we'll see you around.